<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the most electrifying podcast in sports entertainment. Welcome to the Under the Ring podcast. It's me, your boy, Kendrade Dango. That's right. Change the name on the change up because you know that's what I do. Every <laughs> now and then. You know what I mean? What's up? So, Kendrick- My season, homie, what's good? Joining me as usual, the man with the bear in his hand, the man, Trick Matty. Man, got a bear in his hand right now. Yes, it's been a long week, been a long, hard week. Uh, Last time I was with y'all, I told y'all I was having furnace issues. I was having more than that. I just said it was furnace issues. I was having furnace issues, but my pipes froze. <laughs> Pipes froze, but they ain't froze no more. So I got to take me a nice hot shower after work for the first time since Saturday. So I am very relaxed, very not stressed anymore, very happy. Right. <laughs> right. Make, make your life a hell of a lot different when you ain't got to worry about shit like that. Great. So, folks. I know you guys are wondering. It's clear because I didn't come on here with the bells and whistles that I'm not the champ. That's not the champ. I ain't Daddy Reigns, so I'm definitely not the champ. All right. Mongo is still the champ. Fucking mother. And those out there in the chat, our boy, newcomer, to the podcast, Jersey George showed up and took the belt out of nowhere from off of Reggie. Took Reggie's belt. Right. First time in the game, won the chip. Damn. Those of you who were on the show with me in Mongo yesterday, you may have heard Matt. You may not have. You probably didn't hear. But... Royal Rumble will be my last prediction. Win, lose, or draw <laughs> until until WrestleMania. <laughs> I thought you was bullshit when you said that at the heart. I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. <laughs> I'm dead ass. Yeah, he did. I'm dead ass. I have been on a losing streak for real. I need a reset. <laughs> What's good, darling? I need a reset, and I am not doing any more predictions after Rumble until Mania. Before we go into <laughs> any further wrestling, I would like to give a big, big, big Happy birthday shout out to my beautiful niece, Sammy. Sammy is actually a big fan of ours. She has shown up and talked to us in the chat a couple of times. She's a huge Rhea Ripley fan. Sammy, I wish you the happiest of happiest birthdays. Uncle Kenny loves you forever. Now that we got that out the way. Let's get into some wrestling. I don't blame you, Reggie. I don't blame <laughs> you. 
I'm taking a break because I clearly have no idea what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> right. I feel you. I feel you. I feel I'm you. just here. That's why I'm glad I'm the forever IC champion. Right. A belt <laughs> I should have never retired because my ass would be holding it right now. <laughs> Belt, I should have never retired because I'd be holding it right now. That's why I just be like, oh man, I lost. Dang, what well, if I still got this? <laughs> it's like the 24 7 title. Whoever had that shit last is forever it. Right. <laughs> no, because there was never another knockout in the competition for you to be the champ for that. So. Yeah, that's why she asked it because she 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 right. hoping ain't another woman ever pop up. Mm, that's how she get to be forever see. champion. She over here trying to be fabulous moolah. Right, it ain't working. Nope, you don't have enough for your division. You're with us. <laughs> so, honestly, in wrestling news, uh, not much is going on this week in wrestling news besides uh me and Mongo. Briefly went over it yesterday. Uh, you know, Hulk Hogan played the hero role and pulled somebody out of a car crash. Oh, yeah. Still a racist. End of the story. Right. And, they don't like black people. Uh, <laughs> right. Still have a fear, you know, fear of a black planet. No, that's still you. Um, oh, I mentioned it earlier. Black Tarus, apparently, it seems that he has signed a contract with AEW. However, Triple A said, yeah, you can go sign with AEW, but you can't take that name with you. The, the, the name stays home. You mean Triple A pulled the Ike Turner on him. The, the, the name stays home. <laughs> Damn. So he will not be going by Black Tarus when he shows up in AEW. So, more than likely, AEW is just going to be like, oh, we give you the black bull. He's going to be black. He's just going to be black. <laughs> or, or He's going to enjoy House of Black. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Black. Black ass. Right. Black ass Taurus. <laughs> right. Black ass Taurus. <laughs> Go ahead, Trey. Black that. ass. Black ass, Black ass. Right. So that was that on uh that's pretty much the gist of most of the wrestling news. Yeah, I, for, yeah like, even this I, week. Yeah, because usually even with everything oh. going on with me, I haven't even seen much. Like I saw the Hulk Hogan junk and I side-eyed it because I'm like, I don't care what you do, Hulk. You still don't like right. black folk. Yeah, it's pretty everybody. We're kind of just counting down to the Royal Rumble. Apparently, I think we all are kind of waiting on our, is is it gonna be Andrade? So maybe it'll be Andrade and then whoever else pops up. Minotauro uh, Negro. Yeah. <laughs> Minotauro Negro. Yeah. It's been a quiet week in wrestling. Thankfully, that's we just waiting on the rumble. Oh, wait, there is one thing. Apparently, Seth Rollins' injury may be pretty damn serious. We we briefly touched on it yesterday on how, you know, 
Seth's injury is coming at a bad time, but also at a good time because it's like, you know, damn, we don't want Seth injured, but he can come right. off that belt. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's a catch-22 with regards to that. He should have came up off that belt on Monday. I sat up. Mm. I had saw something on Twitter with a whole scenario saying, like, oh, um, Seth is going to lose. It was saying, like, uh, gender would win as a result of, like, interference or something. And then uh, Priest cashes in. And then it was right. set up for a rematch. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then that didn't happen. Why? Oh, because God. Drew doesn't want to not mind his goddamn business. Uh, between him, like, I don't know. They still haven't resolved his contract issues, even though I keep seeing stuff like, oh, he'll resign. I don't know what they're doing with his character. And it's literally, basically, it it, it literally feels like they're just putting him in, like, a holding pattern until his contract is settled. They're like, look, we ain't, we ain't trying to have you really do too much, but at the same time, right. we ain't trying to lose you. So we're going to keep your ass on television. But uh, until you sign something, buddy, we ain't, we ain't guaranteeing nothing for you. Right. He ain't getting no belt. He ain't getting no number one contender. He just, he just dared to be in the main event picture. And that's right. about it. And then Priest, I mean... Our truth is our truth is the breath of fresh air that, that judgment day needed. Everybody was getting tired of judgment day. So like and then Dom lost the belt. So it's like it's gotta be something. It added JD. Ain't nobody care about no JD. So nobody cared not a damn thing about Blockhead. Like <laughs> nobody cared about no JD. So them adding our truth, who now that the 24-7 title is gone, you gotta have him, gotta have something for him. He can do anything. So this is pretty much helping both of them. It's making them a bunch of money because he added to himself to their merchandise. Yeah, because everybody knows that R-True is a national treasure. We all love R-True. Everybody remembers. They know R-Truth. They know Ron the Truth Killing. They know both of them. Right. They know, they know he hasn't aged. He still looks like he is 30-something years old. He still looked like he was in that, like he did in that picture with Tupac. And yes, that's the that's, that's the right. That's the that's the that's the scary part. Like, bro, you really haven't. So I guess if you have no eyebrows, you can't age. Like people, people this week were finding no out. People this week were finding out he got a son in, in junior college. I'm like, yeah, he oh y'all. <laughs> Like yeah, he he's he's young. He looks young, but he oh he got grown. He basically got grown children. That's why he's still wrestling. <laughs> he still got kids. Right. right. But yeah, I like I don't know what they're doing with Drew. They're just in a stupid holding pattern with him. You got Seth who is supposedly injured. He ain't got an MRI and all that. Well, he we've already been we've already been hip to the fact that he's been walk he's been working injured all this time. They've made it known. We even between him and Nakamura, he was saying, "You're back." At some point in time, y'all got to take the belt 
off of him. Maybe they do it at Elimination Chamber. And here come Mongo. What up, Mongo? He said, y'all talking about my new best friend? Oh, yeah. If y'all didn't know, Mongo got a follow from R-Truth on X. Right. A.K.A. Twitter. So, yeah, that is his new it's not just even so much his back anymore, considering the fact now they're talking about it's his knee. He's I don't know that man. That man got knees like like a goddamn piece of <laughs> his a, knee. A I mean, once he, in a fight, that's the type of knees he once got. he tore that knee up. Yeah, once he tore it up that first time, his first title run, and he tore that knee up. Oh, that was that was the that was the, the beginning of the end because a lot of folks look back like, man, Seth was so good back then. Like, yeah, he was because as soon as he tore that knee up, he wasn't doing all. I mean, he could still do some flippy shit, but he ain't doing that flippy shit like he was. Mongo would leave us for a new batch of KFC. Okay, don't let Mongo. <laughs> So, <laughs> yes, he's, yes, he's gonna leave us for the truth. Yes, yes, Mongo is leaving us for truth. Yes, and I don't blame him. You see who here? <laughs> he already left us. <laughs> oh, too late, there, homie. Tasha Seals is one of my friends too. Got pictures with her too, homie. Uh, <laughs> See, look, I told you Mongo was gonna definitely gonna leave us with some chicken. He said, fuck KFC. So, yeah. Right. I live in Louisville and I don't even don't nobody here eat KFC. We're just staring at it. And I'm not even a native. <laughs> right, that's just that's just chicken. <laughs> right, Tasha did send Mongo or get Will. Dang, Will Osprey and Josh Alexander beating the ever loving crap out of each other. Yes, they are. Speaking of that, let's go over hard to kill. First right. matchup, our boy Steve Macklin defeated McRib. I mean, Rich Homie Swan in <laughs> fall. And uh. <laughs> Of this match seemed a little bit quicker than the 10 minutes that it was that it said it was. I don't say that match was long, <laughs> but it went back like you said. That was the quickest 10 minutes ever. I was in there like 10 minutes. Wait, really? Like, okay, all right, but next, this is where I lost right here. <laughs> the system Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers defeated Frankie Kazarian and Eric Young. Now, if you are watching right up. now, <laughs> yeah, this is this where this is where shit went bad for me and you. Shit went bad real quick for me and you. Right. Yeah, man. Shit went bad real quick. All right, yeah, Mongo. Yeah, too late. <laughs> Talking about all that. Yeah, yeah. Too late. 
<laughs> but um, if you're watching TNA right now, well, tonight, you've noticed that Frankie Kazarian has turned on Eric Young. <laughs> yes, folks, we got another old head making a turn. Making a heel turn. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most pointless heel turn ever tonight. I looked up like, why Why are you turning on him? The only thing I can think of is, I guess this is the TNA equivalent of Edge versus Randy Orton. The greatest wrestling match ever, a.k.a. the old head extravaganza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next matchup. This is when I thought I had a chance making a comeback. Right. Crazy Steve went ape shit on Tommy Dreamer. Me and Kitty both had this right. <laughs> right. Because we, because me and Matt both watched Impact the week before, and we saw how crazy Steve ass looked in that goddamn ring. <laughs> and when we heard it was no disqualification, we was like, oh, yeah, he went. Oh, yeah, right. This man is doing something different right now. He went in. Crazy Steve put 955.2 forks down Tommy Dreamer's chest in his shirt, then poured another 155,000 forks on top of him and cannonballed himself into Tommy Dreamer. So all the forks were sticking everybody. Oh, my God. Yeah. And remember my whole crazy Steve is hard crazy Steve. to kill. <laughs> damn show is. Next up was the knockouts ultimate X match. She finally got her win. Giselle Shaw finally got her win. So did. I didn't want to pick against her, but I was like, hey, I got to go go big or go home. Now, the girl that I did pick, Danny Luna, she did show out. She's pretty good. That was a good-ass match. It was. It was a real good match, and I'm not mad at the winner. Right. I'm not mad at – I'm not mad at – because, like we said, she finally got her win because Giselle Shaw has been needing this win for a while. For a while. Yeah, she really has. Next up is when I tried to get Mongo to throw this match out, but he wouldn't do it. PCO defeated Dirty Dango by disqualification. I'll try to get Mongo to throw this shit out so goddamn bad. <laughs> I was like, so we really going to count this shit? We really going to count this shit? Because if we didn't count this match, yo, I, it was still fair game. I had a chance. Right. I had a chance of winning if we didn't count this match. But Mongo was like, no, no, no. It's a disqualification. So guess what? This shit counts. And then I was over here like, uh-oh, I got a chance because I picked PCO. That's when I know it was really over, and that's when the fuck TNA um, in the chat started. <laughs> Fake-ass company. Yeah, I was cursing y'all <laughs> I was cursing y'all out. I ain't mean it, but I was there. I was mad. Oh, we know. <laughs> we know. 
Hey man, I was mad, but I'm dead serious. Yeah, I'm not picking. I'm dead serious on my predictions, though. <laughs> dead ass set on them predictions. That's what y'all said. Dolph came back. I was like, oh, okay. Let me turn it back on. <laughs> right. Due to the disqualification, Santino Morella came out and pulled the Teddy Long special and gave us a six-man tag team match. He gave us Rhino, Jake something, and PCO against Alpha Bravo, Oleg, and Dirty Dango. For those of you who don't know who Oleg is, that was the, that's the former um, coast, um, Vladimir Koslaw from um, WWE. But uh, yeah, Rhino, Jake, and PCO won. So, which means technically PCO won twice. Right. Right. So, yeah. That's when the fuck TNA thing came in. Like, I can't believe this fucking company. You need to get on the real fucking station. Yeah, talking all the bullshit. All the hot shit. Next up, in a return to probably their best gimmick, Decay shows up. Havoc and Rosemary challenge MK Ultra, which consists of Killer Kelly and Masha Slamovich for the tag team TNA knockouts titles. And ladies and gentlemen, we have new tag team women's champion. You are absolutely right. They are back. And they did a hell of a job. They sure did. I was shocked when they came back. I mean, right. I was, a, it was a I was not expecting that. Told. That was a great story they told. I was, it was a good match, and when Havoc just basically got up, and she ate that. I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, they about to lose. They about to lose." Right. <laughs> like, ooh, the cookie say. Who did MK, say. Like, who did MK Ultra piss off? About to lose like this. Cookie said, How how's it feel knowing the red-headed lesbians aren't champs? Sad because I'm gonna miss seeing them do that. Uh Killer Kelly do them pins. Right. Very sad. It just it's, it's it's not something that we approve of here. No, I'm just kidding. We approve of it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Next matchup. This is when I really know it was over. Fucking Kushida, you ain't worth shit. Right. Like you ain't worth shit, Kushida. It's 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 a tough loss for everybody. You ain't level out on that one, Reggie. Fucking Kushida, you ain't worth shit. I say that because in the three-way match for the TNA X Division Championship, Chris Sabin defeated El Hijo del Vikingo. And uh, Kushida, what the hell you sign for, Kushida, if you ain't going to win nothing? And before that, we got that awkward-ass announcement of AAA and TNA partnership. And the dude forgot to walk all the way out there. <laughs> that, <laughs> for a while in the chat, we were like, I know the fuck this ain't the big sign in that thing was advertised. <laughs> He was all sitting there like, I know the fuck they ain't. 
I'm like, I, know, I, I know you fucking lie. <laughs> like, I know you fucking lie, you trick ass bitch. I like, know I hope you like announcement. <laughs> and then, oh, then TNA got us again by saying, oh, a superstar is here. We look, it's Ash by Essence. Ass by ass, AKA I can't Dana ass, Brooke. ass, ass by ass. Dana Brooke, we was in this chat like I know this was not the sign that they were talking about was going to change the game. Dana fucking Brooke. Hell That's why I was like, "Yep, I'm turning this shit off." Because I was like, "Oh, y'all super lost." Right. Look, Chris Saban defeated. These gentlemen, so he's still champion. Next up, we have two meaty men slapping meat. Great, no pause. <laughs> Josh Alexander and Alex Hammerstone. Josh Alexander won in a 15 minute fight. A 15-minute fight. That's exactly what this shit was. It wasn't a match. This shit was a fight. Right. These boys was throwing each other around. At one point, I kind of thought Hammerstone was going to win. I was like, yeah, oh. yeah, it, it really did. I said, oh, they're going to let Josh lose? Oh, this will be interesting. Of course. This is what Mongo told us to let not let you say. <laughs> okay. And Josh Alexander defeats Hammerstone in the 15-minute brawl. If you ever get a chance, y'all are killing me tonight. <laughs> y'all are killing me tonight. Next matchup in. Probably one of the most fast-paced four-way matchups I have ever seen in my life. Eight men zooming back and forth up and down the goddamn ring. For a four-way match for the TNA World Tag Team Championships, ABC defeated the Rascals, Laredo Kid, and Mike Bailey as there was traveling issues for Trent. So Laredo Kid replaced him and the Grizzle Young Vets. This match was this match was literally on speed. It was. This match was literally on speed. I was like, yo, this is a lot to keep up with. Like if <laughs> this this that match, I'm gonna be honest with you, I've never felt that way in a match. I was like. This shit feels like a three-ring circus. Like, there's mad shit going on right now. And I'm trying to... All right, maybe I should smoke. Maybe that's what's mattering me. So, like, yo, this is a lot going on. It, but in the end, ABC was triumphant. They retained. Next match. I think we all got this one wrong. Jordan Grace is now your new TNA Knockout World's Champion as she defeated 
Trinity. That was a really good match. And then Trinity decided, I right, should be Trinity clean. And she gave Trinity, we got a curtain call, what we thought was going to be a curtain call. And now come to find out from Mongo, Mongo told us like the next day, oh, Trinity has signed on for more dates. So it was like, oh. <laughs> so she liked right. it. Then. She pretty much. Right. She had some dates that she had to finish, and they were like, and not the Las Vegas date. So, oh, oh, okay. She got a couple more. She got a couple more things to do there. So you ain't gonna see no Naomi at no Royal Rumble, probably. <laughs> right. So get that out your mind now, folks. Last but not least, the main event for the night. We have a new TNA world champion. As Moose defeated Alex Shelley. And in a great match, first off, I was kind of upset that the fact that they had Moose looking a little stupid with Alex mm-hmm. Shelley. At some point, I was like, please, just let, just let Moose grab his ass and throw him. And that's exactly what wound up happening. But for the most part, Alex Shelley was whipping Moose's ass. Right. Whipping Moose's ass for the most part. But finally, Moose got a hold of him. Little little grab, spear, boom. New champ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Moose. I mean, he's, he's finally getting a proper run with the world title instead of there being two world titles when he was doing all of that with the TNA title when Kenny Omega and well, Kenny Omega came through and collected all the belts because he was the belt collector. But you had him and Mick Rib fighting over the belt and everybody else under the sun. So Alex Shelley had a good run. It ran its course and it's time Alex to see Shelley what Moose can do. Alex Shelley shouldn't have had a goddamn run. You know how I feel about that. That's, I was like, it's, his run been ran its course. That's why I was like, yeah, hey, he had a good run. It, it ran its course. It's time. It ran its course after the first defense. Yeah, it really should have been done after like two two or three defenses. He's had a couple Max. too many. Mm-hmm. But right after Moose is celebrating, we hear some music. I knew who it was. When I, I, I heard Dolph's music. I heard Nick Nemeth. It's my boy Nick. It's Nick time now. It ain't Dolph time. It's Nick time. He's a wanted man. He trying to tell y'all he's a wanted man. And he is. Right after Moose won that belt, our boy Nick music hit. And ladies and gentlemen, Nick Nemeth, a.k.a. WWE's Dolph Ziggler, is now signed TNA wrestling. Giving who too much credit? Mongo or Nick? Who's who you giving too much credit for? Mongo? Right, Mongo. (laughs) What? Them signing Nick was big. It was. Look for him. Right. And the thing about it was. Yeah. Okay. Who had a right? 
Yeah, she damn sure is giving Mongo too much credit. He was not thinking that far ahead. <laughs> he was not thinking that far ahead. I was just saying that, like, as much as I love TNA, they needed some fresh faces in there to, like, mix up some stories to make things different. As soon right. as I say that, what happens? They come in. They get the partnership with AAA. So now we're going to be seeing a lot more of those guys coming. Mm-hmm. They get they get Dolph. And even though she's ass, they actually get Dana. Yeah, it's that's that's, like, that's honestly, Mongo got me. Like, I'm, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. Like, yeah, she had a terrible run overall for the most part in WWE. But, I mean, TNA, anybody can can get their career back in TNA. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing: anybody can get their career back if they have talent. That yeah, that that that. And then I, I also think about somebody like Alicia Edwards because it's like she's just as not good. Like her and Dana are probably on the same level. And I don't. She's I don't basically know, in the storyline with Moose just because she's married to Eddie. <laughs> What's good, Mike? Yes, that. Alexander that was versus ass match. match. Definitely a great match. That was but free. The thing about the thing about Dana is you gotta remember she's had some of the best trainers. Yeah. And she's still she's just not good. Right, that's the problem. She's just not good. That that is definitely like if you've been there for whew. like so, that's been my whole that's been my whole thing with Dana because after it's like after so many years it's like i can't keep giving you like, oh you'll get better it's like no you just suck like you're not good you're not bad you're not good like you're just there and right. then when they gave her that 24 7 title run it's like oh y'all just giving her this to make her feel good because she ain't honestly Never like gonna just- win nothing Right, and to keep it a buck, she has she has had more work done on her face and than she's had than the work than she's done in the ring. Like some people, like some I know I've seen comments in one of the groups, either top rope or UTR. Somebody was like, "Oh, I didn't even recognize that that was her." I was like, "Yeah, because she had bunch of work done on her face." I didn't either. I did not know that was her. Like she's been stopped looking like herself. It's like every, every time she would come back, I'm like, oh, Dana Brooke got something else done to her. She's still not good. And she comes out doing her little flex. She's doing this. It's like you're not even the same person that you that we started out seeing. Right. Like, like honestly, Dana, like you were Mike Jones' original big mama pump. Right, like you were you were the muscular girl that Mike Jones wanted, okay? And at the end of the day, right now we don't know what you are. <laughs> and I'm hoping, I'm really hoping Ash by Elegance works, and I'm hoping that maybe she can 
show us what she can do. Maybe she got a whole repertoire of moves that she just ain't been doing. Maybe I don't know, but I'm 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 gonna give her a I chance. Don't, I, don't, I don't, Matt. You and Mongo are giving her more of a chance than y'all need to. Oh, I mean, with mine, it's like I'm giving her a chance until like, she get into. I'm giving her a chance until she wrestles. Is she getting that ring and it's like the same bullshit I've been seeing? Oh, I'm done with her. Because right now I was seeing the chance the difference of presentation. See, and that's the thing. I don't see how it's going to be any better because the women in TNA can actually wrestle, wrestle. Right. That's why I'm like, if she's still doing the bullshit she was doing in WWE when she gets in this ring, in this TNA ring, oh, I'm, I'm going to be done with her. Because right now, I mean, Ash, by elegance, it's cool. It's, it's all right. It's just timeless Tony Storm. That's all it is. Listen, Dick Kick City is still shit in the ring. He found a gimmick here. In, Kicking people in, in the <laughs> Right. That was Kicking gym. people in the dick was a hell of a gimmick for him, and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, but <clears throat> overall, TNA, your first pay per view under your new under your rebranding moniker, I give you an A. Yeah, I give him an A. It was a really right. good show. They had a a lot of great. They had a lot of title changes that made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, like Batty said. She gotta she gotta just step up. Like even Trinity showed that she can even Trinity showed she could get more technical. Like Batty she had said. no choice against Jordan Grace. Right. No choice. Like Trinity, we probably Trinity has probably always had that in her back just because of who she's married to. Like you got you married into a whole family of wrestling. They're gonna show you all the ins and outs. You're gonna get extra practice, extra seasoning. Like right. working with that family at least, working with the Rocks family, working with all them. So, like, yeah, I'm glad that she like now when she eventually comes back to WWE, she can do a lot, a lot more stuff because she has shown a hey, I'm more than just splits and feel the glow. Dana got to show us that she is more than just her doing that little stupid ass flex. Right now, in that, that, that dumbass cartwheel elbow bullshit she does. Yeah, like right now she got to stop. Like Ash by elegance is is timeless. Tony Storm. All right, let's show us how how elegant you are. If because if you you supposed to be elegant, that means I'm going to see you in the ring flawless. You're going to be working yeah, okay. smooth. If you in that ring looking clunky like you was in WWE, oh, I'm done. <laughs> I'm yeah. done. I'm done. Let you know. We gonna let you know, girl. <laughs> it's just like if Triple H, the Blue Blood, Hunter Hearst Hemsley came out there, and this dude can't even can't even get a, a get a, a wrist lock together. Like, bruh, <laughs> you met your whole gimmick is you supposed to be put together. But you can't even do a simple move. What Mike said, Mike said, any company can get Dana together. I believe TNA will. 
They got oh. Brian Myers, Steve Backlund's career off life support. <laughs> These people had actual talent in the ring. <laughs> That's what y'all are not getting. He has been with the company for damn near 15 years and hasn't developed none. All she the developed only is some new titties every three years. She gave a, an addiction to plastic surgery. That is all she got. <laughs> exactly. Like, y'all are giving Dana way too much credit. You have to have talent. That's why I said, you see why I got my standard? Yeah, the gimmick, the gimmick is only get you so far. When they say, when they say, oh, Ash, my elegance is going to debut. Oh, I'm about to be tuned in. Because it better be, I better see something that's different from WWE. And I don't think you will. I don't think I am either, low-key. I'm just waiting for her to fail. That's all and I am. I'm just waiting on her to fail. Oh, man, yeah, is... we just got done watching that, Cookie. That was a great-ass match. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we watching Josh versus Osprey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mike said, who said, he said, who said, uh, who saw Myers Town in WWE? <laughs> That is true. That man gave us the, the worst negative six. He gave us that bullshit ass minus 12 when we had FTR. We had the, the revival, and they decided to have him and Zack Ryder win the tag titles. So <laughs> Back when we used to have – back when WrestleMania was one night. And you had to stay up for, for seven days. Right. <laughs> to watch it. It was one night, but you had to stay up for seven days and seven nights. Right. Just to finish that motherfucker. And there was no peacock. You had to pay the money. Hey, aka, we didn't. <laughs> We've been stealing shit for years. Right. <laughs> you want you want how much for WrestleMania? I think the fuck not. You better get Ash by elegance. <laughs> better go get yourself a box of wings if you think I'm playing for that shit. $80. You know what I can get for $80? Not WrestleMania. <laughs> I can get a pair of sneakers that I know I can get some good use out of. What's up? Right. Uh, that's some groceries. Y'all want that for WrestleMania? I think not. Yeah, that's a good that's a half. Of, let me let me stop. All right. Next, let's move on to AEW. Dynamite. Folks. Man, Dynamite. AEW been slowly making the comeback. I seen y'all talking about it. Dynamite was good. They've been <laughs> I, I like it. I like what they're doing. It's getting the the they're just kind of just like, hey, remember all that other bullshit? Forget about it. <laughs> mm. I'm going to get into that because there was a segment that semi-mentioned the bullshit. Uh-huh. Like I said, then we're making the perfect timing. Instead, in the winter, ain't nobody going nowhere on Thursday night. Plus, no, right. That, that was a smart move. Smart move. 
It really but was. AEW Dynamite had a damn near. They had a really, really, really good show. Uh, Christian Cage defeated Dustin Rhodes in a TNT title match. Dustin, as old as my man is, is still out there putting on pretty decent matches, man. As right. long as it's with somebody that he doesn't have to do a, a, a super fast-paced matchup with, he's, he's, he's holding his own. I'm amazed that he recovered from a broken ankle just that fast. So, I mean, hell, he a beast. Yeah, that <laughs> shit. I forgot that his ankle went like this. I forgot that. Yeah. Swerve destroyed that man. And now he just yeah. wrestled the opening match of Dynamite just a few weeks later. Like, man. Like, what the shit is that? Right. <laughs> like, what type of steroids they got your ass on? That's all I kept saying. I was like, why is... I'm like, I know that was just a few weeks ago. I saw his ankle get destroyed. How? All right. Like, snap in half. Right. <laughs> all right, nigga, you don't want That's on you. I you right. I'm like, right. whatever you want, I don't want it. <laughs> right. Goddamn mutant, because you out here regenerating. All right. Like, hey, yeah, that's, that's uh, one of Dusty's boys. Yeah, I don't, I don't want no smoke. I want no smoke. I heard about you. What you hear about me? That you got killed and you just stood up, right? <laughs> that 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 you still alive and you shouldn't be. That's what right. I heard. <laughs> word, murder you. <laughs> so, yeah. Next up, we had a crazy ass match. That's really what they need to call that title: the geriatric title. Right, right. Next up, we had a crazy ass match. We had Penta and Commander versus Orange Cassidy and Trent Beretta. That's another match that was going off the wall. Eventually, um, Cassidy and Beretta win as Trent hits um his move on Commander. Damn near breaking Commander's neck in half, but hey, <laughs> shit happens. Right after the match, Roddy comes out and uh, pretty much makes a challenge for Cassidy's um, international belt. Like I said, you need to get that belt off of Cassidy. Roddy's a good person; you can put it on. Right. So. Cassidy, of course, being Cassidy, said, all right, I hear you. You want your match? Let's do it right now. Roddy told him, no, we're going to wait for revolution. So that's a match that's signed and ready. We got Orange Cassidy versus Roddy Strong for the That's what I'm talking about, AEW. Title. That's, that's what the fuck I'm talking about, AEW. You just got done with a pay-per-view, not, what, not even two weeks ago? Yes, starting up the bill for the next one for instead next of waiting three weeks until the pay-per-view. And we're like, ain't y'all got a show coming up? What's on the show? I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> or we can go with the, the world title match. Samoa Joe fighting someone. Use, uh, before that, know, it was, really. fighting somebody. 
So y'all telling y'all getting this show booked up. It's only January, January 17th, and y'all getting this pay-per-view booked up. Keep this up. Keep it up. Right. This is this is how you make us want to see your pay-per-view. Right. Now you're starting to tell the story in the feuds. Like this is storytelling. Okay. And so there we go. Next up, we have the Mogul Embassy versus the Bullet Club for the ROH six-man titles. And guess what, folks? Bang Bang Gang is your new six-man champions. After a little help from the acclaim. I love it. Listen, I it's a dope little faction. I ain't gonna hold you. It's a dope little faction. It is. It's a dope little faction. Bang bang scissor gang. <laughs> it's a great way that because it's like, yeah, the ass boys did turn on their dad. Yeah, but at the same time, those are still his kids. That's their dad. That is right, their, dad, their dad. They are still blood. He gonna still look out for them. So what better way to kind of have them interconnect than something like this? And you're getting a brand that is known all over in Bullet Club. Bullet Club Gold. You're getting them. They already are known at ROH. We know their history at ROH. Boom. You just gave them another chance. So keep doing this. Keep doing this, TK. Right. Keep doing this for ROH. Okay. Maybe this can be the way you can get them to a TV deal. I'm liking all of this. You're getting our attention. Keep it up. <laughs> Please. Right. This is, you're doing this one thing that we had an issue with, and you're fixing it. Don't stop fixing it. <laughs> Don't stop fixing it. You, we, we told you the problem, and you're, you're, you looked into it, and you're doing something about the problem. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. Like, Don't stop. Like, we got, you giving us title changes. It's like they saw what TNA did and was like, oh, so that's what we're supposed to do. Yes. <laughs> that's what we've been wanting y'all to do. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, one of the things that happened, uh, like right before this matchup for the oh six yeah, man. that guy you and Mongo, I I even rewatched oh. it. I'm like, nope, not getting. Oh me. man, AEW decided to make your boy shed some tears. They had Kenny um, and Greg just crying. For those of you who may have been under a rock for the past year, yesterday was the anniversary of our fallen Briscoe brother. And AEW did a tribute, and they had his brother come out. His brother started to get a little emotional. And then he said, my little niece was in the car. My niece was in the car with him. And they told my oldest niece that she'll never walk again. And that little girl 
walked out on stage. Oh, oh, look who decided to join us. <laughs> it's my What's 820 happening? brother. What's happening? Hey, you damn, damn, damn. On, like Mark? we really are. <laughs> Bow wow make, make a hell of a do-rag. Bow wow yes, make sir. a hell of a do-rag. Yes, sir. <laughs> yep. Yes, sir. This is we just go say it right now. Y'all already call yourself prophets. I just be I can be Bishop Bobby. So boom. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> I Might as well, bro. You might uh -huh. as well. <laughs> what you call? Yeah, you man, know what the, was... you know what the bullshit is? Oh, I'm sorry, kid. So a little bit about my life this week. So I've only worked one day this week, right? <laughs> so, so, oh, oh, okay, okay, cookies, okay. So, um, I've been dealing with a cold the past couple of days. First, I'll shout out to everybody who supports us in UTR. Much love to y'all. Um, right. I'm I'm, almost, I'm, pretty, I'm practically back now. No, still a little stuffy, but that's cool. I got my tea here. You know what I'm saying? I got my tree there. And I just had, done, <laughs> I had some orange juice with a little tequila in it. So um, I was off Tuesday. Well, so I worked Tuesday. I was like, oh, shit, I'm starting to get the cooties. So when, so I, I text my manager, made my text, hey, I ain't going to be there Wednesday. What happened was a few minutes later, they sent an alt call. We will not be having school on Wednesday because of the wind chill. I said, we shouldn't have had school to dirt. It was freezing when I left out two in the morning. It was like minus five degrees. Right. So Wednesday comes along. I didn't really have an appetite until the evening. And I said that text again, hey, you know, I'm still not feeling that great. I'll come in Friday. You know what I'm saying? It was right. Friday. It's Friday. I'll still be able to come in this week. Today, 530. Schools will be closed tomorrow. Schools <laughs> will be closed tomorrow due to the uh, we're supposed to get a couple inches of snow tomorrow. Right. All right, don't get shit, but hey, no, no get backs. Long story short, listen, I, I, I'm in the middle of a five day weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I've only worked one day this week, and because I got buku sick time, that covers for me not being at work. So. <laughs> This nigga, right? It's uh, been a lovely week for me. Although I've had the sniffles, it's been a lovely week. Well, I had to, sh I had to share that. I'm about to bring your happiness down because we were talking about the the the, the James <laughs> Bristol tribute when his daughter walked out on stage. That's what we were talking about. Oh, see, you know what? I'm, you know what? I heard y'all. I saw y'all talk about that in the chat. And I just so happened to turn the channel, and I was like, "Thank God I didn't see that." Right, that's what I said. I would have been a mess. I'm not gonna lie. I started, I started getting a little emotional when I heard Mark's voice cracking. Like, oh, 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 it's about to go down. It's about to go down. I'm about to, I'm about to cry. And then when his daughter walked out on the stage, nah, bro, I was. Mm -mm. It even had the missus crying. You see, Cookie said his boyfriend was crying, and he don't even like wrestling. Everybody was crying. I mean, 
seen a grown man out there missing his brother. How could you not be crying? And yes, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why all three of our cameras are off right now is because all three of us are taking a hit of some marijuana. <laughs> we don't need to let people see it. That is hey, goddamn it! Hey, I, I, hey, I ain't gotta hide the camera for that, goddamn shit. I, I, I just didn't want to see. I just didn't want to see God see me blowing my nose, looking like uh, SpongeBob's alarm clock. <laughs> normally, I mean, normally I don't care that y'all see if he's smoking, but my background environment is not the prettiest at this particular moment, so that's why I'm choosing not to. I had to get up because I was my, my stuff all the way on the other side of the room. <laughs> what's, up, what's up with wrestling trying to get us in our fields this week? You had that with uh, Jay Briscoe's daughter last night. And then doing, the, doing TNA's picture in pictures, they kept showing the St. Jude commercials. I'm like, come on now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Since when is weed drugs? Right, ma'am. Pardon? Excuse me? Pardon? Who? Who? <laughs> you see, we all said that, right? Ooh, we too big to be ours. Ooh. The only Ooh. drug that I took today was heartburn. Medic well, it wasn't even medication. Because I laid down last night and it felt like I was about to die. I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely acid reflux. Nope. <laughs> going to I was like, yeah, I'm going to the store tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that acid reflux is no goddamn joke, boy. Ooh, that should have killed me. Yeah, yeah, I damn, I took I took that. I went right over to the counter. I was like, yeah, let me get the maximum strength. Thank you. <laughs> exactly, Thank you, Reggie. Reggie. Thank you, Reggie. I don't know cookies. What you you right. the ground. If it comes out the ground, it, it... thank you, cookies. Exactly. Thank cookies. you. Who is she fooling? Exactly. Who I don't she know who she fooling. <laughs> What's up, Kanisha? Uh, what's how up, Kanisha? You? Hey. Thank you for joining. Hey, how you doing, Kanisha? No, y'all don't need to get together and go out clubbing. Because I don't oh. no <laughs> Yeah, y'all do. Yeah, they do. They can go out. They can be our club street team. <laughs> right. Tell people about tell people about the pie while y'all club. Why you exactly. twerk? Right, right. UTR and the T. Well, y'all go out. The T stands for twerk, not for when right. we are. Cause we ain't twerking nothing. Uh -oh. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> Fair enough. Damn. <laughs> what up, Kanisha? Hey, the same here. This been working. It's a good. Another I know what thing. Yeah, that's all I've been doing working. I got some. I got my wrestling. Got my my new wrestling uh, merchandise. I, I bought it on Black Friday, and then I had to. It was made to order, so I'm getting what I'm getting. I'm getting a Dead Man Dead Man Ink uh, beanie. I'm getting the matching joggers that got Dead Man Ink on the sides, just like his old gear. Then I got this uh, Ken Shamrock T-shirt that's supposed to be like. Uh, in the little uh logo and lettering like the Barbie movie and it's got Ken Shamrock standing on there saying it says Ken the world's most dangerous man but it's in the Barbie font <laughs> that's what's up 
Mm-hmm. Be out here choke slamming niggas. <laughs> Bro, beach taker. The real taker. Myrtle Beach Dad Taker? Yeah, Myrtle Beach Dad. Motorcycle Taker. <laughs> Nobody likes American Badass Taker. I like him. I do too. That's my favorite Taker. Fuck that dad fucker. I, the dude, when I started watching wrestling, the Lord of Darkness scared the shit out of me. I did not like him. I told you. <laughs> fuck Taker. I've always been on Team Fuck Taker since day one. No, I did not fuck with that dude when he put, when he's putting people on crosses. Oh nah, Myrtle Beach Taker, cause Myrtle Beach Dad Taker. <laughs> nah, Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach. Not even Atlantic City. <laughs> Myrtle Beach. He down there with the with the ultimate racism. Myrtle I, Beach. I, I like him. He he too much of a redneck for Atlantic City. <laughs> like, I like that taker until he I like Undertaker. I'm cool with him wrestling. I don't care what he do. I don't care for him after that because he broke as hell. I know that. He broke. Right. He ain't got no money. That's why he do all this other bullshit. But I mean, mm-hmm. if I hear Dead Man Walk, keep rolling, rolling. I hear that or any of them other things. If I see him on a motorcycle, I'm happy. Right. So when now when he comes back. And he's like, oh, I can't be regular Undertaker. I got to be motorcycle Undertaker. Cool. I'm happy to see you. I'm happy to see Myrtle Beach Taker. That Taker that in the his last match against against AJ, I fuck with that Taker. But he's a Trump supporter, see? He a Trump supporter, so I got to be like, dang, it sucks. It sucks. And he puts, like, even all his gear that he comes out with, all of his gear is on like, I think what is the what the website is like Thin Blue Line or something like that. It's basically one of those back to blue websites. So I'm like, dang, I can't. Even, I even if I wanted to get your merch, I don't want to get your merch because it's get it's supporting a company that I'm not. Uh, uh-uh, I'm not giving my money to some people like that. Yeah, that AJ match was a shit. That was a perfect way for him to end his career. I'm glad he knew his match. He knew his career ended on some bullshit. Against Roman, he knew it was ass. It should go. But another segment that happened on AEW was we got a segment from the EVP, the Young Bucks. Oh yes, Matthew and Nicholas Jackson. They decided that they were going to go by their full government, and even though they didn't specifically mention CM Punk. Oh, they threw shade like a motherfucker during that thing. These boys are so petty. Yeah, they are. They are, and I love it. I love it. You know, I love me some petty. They are the petty. They've always been petty. They talked about, you know, now that we've removed certain things from the locker room and things, I'm like, oh. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, folks. Uh-huh. I'm looking in our chat. And officially from New Japan Global. Whoa. 
is leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that earlier. Yeah, his contract ends on the 31st. Woo! And he Happy is birthday. leaving. Mm-hmm. He is leaving New Japan Pro West. Wow, it is yep. it is truly a new era in wrestling. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. you just had first of all, you just had Tanahashi become president, and right. now he's their John Cena, aka or he's he's their Triple H, and then basically their John Cena in Okada is saying, "Deuces, right." Mm-hmm. First of all, what is going on? <coughs> on top of all, of all the bullshit that happened with Coda and made him leave. Yo, here's something that's even wilder. It hasn't shown up yet because of course they're gonna show it as a as a um TNA special. But it's been leaked out on the internet. Everybody's seen it. When Okada got into the TNA ring, he kissed the logo. That man kissed the logo and it was like, I'm home. Whatever bad blood that he had with TNA, Scotty D done worked that out. <laughs> Scotty D was like, listen. I didn't put you in the Kato suit. Don't be mad at me. Right. <laughs> I didn't put you in the Kato suit. Don't be mad at me. Come on over here, boy. Look, look. Your boy Will <coughs> come over here and fight. Everybody over here and fight. So, my thing is this. If Okada doesn't go to TNA, that man is most certainly going to AEW. Mm-hmm. I think, I, I honestly feel like it's, this is going to be truly... A three, a three brand <laughs> race. Mm-hmm. Then we got they got Nakamura. They got they got they got a, a track record. They you got EO, you got Oscar. They trying to get what Julia. So like, they got her. yeah, mm-hmm. they got her. Nakamura has been having a great run ever since Triple H has taken over. They stopped all the bullshit. He just comes out there, talks his shit in his language. They put the subtitles up, which is still which is over. dope as fuck. Which is dope as fuck. They should have been doing like they made him such a a great heel. And honestly, with Vince being out of control and everything, that. And Triple H being there, that could be the that is the only reason why I think they could be a re they could even be a, a player in this. I feel like with AEW, AEW is gonna give him the ability to still go everywhere. If he goes to TNA, he's still gonna have the it, it's basically if you still want to be truly a free agent and still be independent, go everywhere but WWE. If you just want to get paid and and post, but still put on great matches. Go to WWE. Right. Yeah, you exactly. can definitely tell. Like every agent, every agent is getting proper pushes now. They're not getting mm-hmm. stuck with bullshit gimmicks. Oh shit. Like Nakamura stuff makes sense. He's talking this shit in his language. 
<laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah, damn cookies. Yo. <laughs> Yo, I'm glad it's our chat saying Dude, this shit. What the price stole his girlfriend? <laughs> what? They go back to AEW. Um, they all, Nick and um, Matt Jackson also brought up, right. They also brought up the fact that they are going to be the ones, so it's pretty much confirmed, they will be Sting's last match. Lord Jesus. Mm. Now, like I said yesterday, like I said yesterday, even though the fans may not want that to be Sting's last match, that right. man Sting has earned the right to say who the fuck he wants to have him retire. Him. Mm. And if Sting and wants... And if Sting wants the, the, the young bucks to be the ones to retire him, guess what, folks? Shut the fuck up, sit back, and enjoy the goddamn match. And honestly, it makes sense. There are if it's not FTR, it's gonna be the young bucks. It's going it was gonna be a tag match because he's not in no type of shape to be to do a, a singles single match. match. Right. So no. like if it's if he's going to be in a tag match, you might as well have him go off, go against the best team, arguably the mm -hmm. best team of their generation, the best team in the company, and they're the EVP. And they're, they're going to know how, hey, everybody looks up to Sting. And we know this is everybody. It. Oh, they're going to send him out the proper way. And then Rick can go on somewhere. And oh yeah, that we forgot about that part of the news. Uh, Rick Flair is now a twenty-one time champion because AEW is going to yeah. count his other title reigns. So congratulations, Wait. Rick. Wait. Hold on, what? Hold on. AEW. Yeah. AEW is now recognizing every title that Rick Flair, every world championship that Rick Flair has run won. Rick Flair technically is a twenty-one time champion. Right, not just the 16 times that WWE decided to only recognize. He technically yeah. is a 20 because he held the NWA belt. He's held some other world um belts before they became like bigger promotions. So yeah, the WWE who does AEW for doing that. WWE yeah. doesn't yeah. the time period when uh remember when Rick left for WWF in like the early 90s, and then they yeah. had that. Random title that Ron Simmons won. It was like they called it the WCW, like international title or some bullshit. That, but that was their world title. But then Rick came back eventually, and he won that. There, uh -oh. WWE doesn't count that title, but he has like three title reigns with that, and then he has like right. another some other titles. He got five additional reigns that WWE don't count, but AEW does. They don't count, his, they don't count his NWA title reigns either. So that's big, because it's like, how do you not count NWA? Right, I would have counted those, but yeah, like, well, how do you not AW. count NWA? Right, if it's a world title, it doesn't. But but see again, that's the ego of WWE. That's yep. the ego. That's all that is. They're strictly ego. We're not going to acknowledge said title reign with said company, but good for AEW for doing that. That's why I'm, you can tell that. Vince is no longer in charge because even the commentators now in WWE are mentioning the fact that people have been champions in other promotions. 
Right. And it started, you started to be able to tell that. It began, you be, you, you began to be able to tell that Trips was slowly gaining control. If you look at the clues, when Gallows and Anderson came back with their Japan gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when you started. That's when we should have picked up, okay, Vince is losing control. Gallows and Anderson are showing up in their new Japan gear, and well, they're shit. pretty much letting it be known no. they're like the original Bullet Club. But the fact that they were able to, they let them go back over there for a short time. Right. They let them go back over there. So not only did they let them bring their gear, let them wear their new Japan gear, they allowed them to go back over there. Yeah. So yeah, Kenny, you're right. We we should have seen it then, like, like that, that that control, that vice grip that Vince has always had on the company. We should have seen it then. I mean, right. it was impossible to see it then, but just going back, it's like it all makes sense now. It was right. so and, subtle. It was it was crazy. a slow burn. It's on, crazy that- no, Cena's is not getting number seventeen. Cena himself said he's done. He's it's a draft for me. It's a draft. Yeah, for my he boy. said that. Hear- I will never he hear the horns again. <laughs> yeah, he said he can't. He had an interview because I forget how old John Cena is currently, but he said once he's like turned, I think he's like fifty or something like that. I don't know how old he is, but I guess he said once he hit a certain age, he started thinking about his exit strategy in WWE, <coughs> and he knows that his time is limited. So when he does come back, that's why every time he comes back, he's like, "Yeah, I cherish his time. Thank y'all." My time is almost up. So, John Cena is forty-seven. He said, "Oh yeah, forty, yeah, forty-six, forty-seven. He said when he turned forty-five, that's when he started thinking about his exit strategy. So he's basically done. <laughs> Hollywood was his exit strategy. Shit, that, basically, that Hollywood. Like how? Like John Cena? He's a movie star now. I know why you know." You perf. This never, at one point in time, WWF used to do indie shows. They would have people, they would borrow talent. They would lend talent out to other shows, other promotions. And then something just clicked after the attitude, like WCW popped up and started kicking their ass. And out of nowhere, Vince just shut all that down. And the only way you could get to see WWE people outside of the WWE ring was if they showed up in NXT when it was coming up. Or if they showed up in FCW or OVW. (laughs) Vince shut all of that down also because a lot of people was going out doing dumb shit and getting hurt. Too. too. Now I can't use your ass. Mm -hmm. That's As much as like a lot of people dislike Vince for like not lending his wrestlers out. That's the reason why his wrestlers had 15, 20 year careers because they weren't being lent out. They were working with people that they knew. So injuries were at a bare minimum. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these guys are getting just honestly wear and tear injuries. Because they've been mm-hmm. doing it for so long. 
the body's mm-hmm. finally like, all right, motherfucker, you at a certain age, you really can't be falling like this. Or, right, you know, right. You don't fail. You don't fail one too many times. Your hip <laughs> is is hurt. Go get it fixed. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's not like not like they doing new shit where like you know Red Phoenix is doing a, a four fifty moonsault going through a table, busting his elbow up. You know what I mean? But uh, when you get Dwayne Martin from Top Flight fucking snapping his ankle like a goddamn toothpick. Lord. Speaking of Top Flight, let's go back to let's go back to AEW. Speaking of Top Flight, let's go back to AEW because Top Flight had actually a damn good match. But before we get to them, we also had Anna J versus Deanna Perrazzo. Um, Deanna Perrazzo, of course, won. Tony Storm was um, on commentary. She at one point told uh, Deanna Perrazzo she wanted to punch her in the box. She's going to punch her. I'm sorry, soccer. Soccer in the box. Soccer in the box. Soccer in the box. That's messed up. You're going to punch another girl in the dang. In the box. Yeah, right, right. Soccer in the box, bro. Soccer in the box. Soccer in the box. That's what it is. I mean, soccer in the box. You know, chin up, tits out. Soccer in the box, yeah, yeah. Soccer in the box. So, of course, at the end of the promo, (laughs) hit him with the chin out, (laughs) tits up. Watch for the shoe. (laughs) My, My dick in a box. Sock in a box. Sock in a box. Thanksgiving. Now, next matchup, we had a returning Mark Quinn and Private Party versus Top Flight. Good ass match. Good ass match. Private party one. Uh hopefully these two teams start to get recognized. Both of these teams, I think, can honestly vie for the ROH tag titles. <coughs> mm-hmm. You know. I don't think that I don't think they're on the AEW championship level just yet, but the ROH tag titles, yeah, they can definitely rock out with those. Right. This is where I'm glad they have. I'm one. I'm glad Private Party is back. I'm glad mm-hmm. they're fully healthy because them boys can go. I will never forget when AEW first started and they they got that win over the Young Bucks and that was like, oh, they about to be next, and then they injuries just kept happening. So right, yeah, I'm I'm really glad that they have something like ROH in the vicinity because a run with the ROH titles would be a great start for them to get seasoning to get that run to the AEW titles because everybody loves them. They they're the truth, and they're not with the Hardys anymore. So thank God. (laughs) Listen, Private Party came to House of Glory, yo. Next time I come to New York, let me know so that I can make sure there's a House of Glory show so y'all boys can come. They get everything. <laughs> right? 
Private Party came to a House of Glory show, and when I tell you that whole crowd, shots, 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 going, going crazy, going crazy. The crowd loves Private Party. They get the crowd hype. They can really <laughs> get the crowd hype. Well, Private Party defeated Top Flight. And in our main event, your champion Samoa Joe versus the FTW champion Hook for the AEW world title. Um, Hook became the goal a man. Of the, match, the goal of the match was to, of course, have Hook lose, but have him look good, excuse me, in defeat. If you want somebody to, if the goal was to have Hope look like a crash test dummy, they fucking excelled beyond control on that. <laughs> they they knocked it far farther out the park than any goddamn <laughs> home run has ever been hit. If that was the goal, I know he died when he murdered him on that table. So <laughs> ragdolled this man for the entire match except for 30 seconds. A good a good 20 or 30 seconds. Hope got some offense in. He was actually able to hit uh what you call it? A T-bone suplex on Samoa Joe. Everybody the crowd went crazy. And then reality kicked in and Samoa Joe commenced <laughs> whipping his ass again and again and again and again and again. <laughs> um, the spot outside the ring that you're referring to, Matt Samoa Joe hit a urinagi on Hook yeah. outside the ring, and Hook's head decided that it was gonna hit the table, but the rest of him wasn't. I've never right. seen somebody's neck just be like, Hook. Yeah, nah, this is about <laughs> scrambled brain, scrambled <laughs> brain. And you know it was bad because after Joe let his ass go, Joe looked at the ref and was like, check on him. Right. <laughs> hey, like, check on his ass. Check on his ass. They had a kick out. A lot of people on the internet, though, were really upset at the fact that Joe hit a muscle buster and Hook kicked out at one. A lot of people were upset. How do you have this little guy kick out at one? I was, and I'm sitting there thinking, did you see how he kicked out? That shit wasn't a real kick out. That was probably, uh, that's what happens when your brain gets scrambled. Your body jerks. So <laughs> that's what jerk. <laughs> like that was an involuntary motion that he just did. That wasn't like, so they had um, Joe hit him with the muscle buster. He kicks out at one. Hook gets his little offense in. Tries to put Joe to sleep. Choke him out. Joe said, nah, son, let me show you how this is done. Puts Hook ass to sleep. Wins the match. As he's walking out. Hook comes out. Hook stands back up. Starts talking shit to Joe. Is that all you got? Joe said, oh, 
I know he, I know this boy's lost his mind. Joe goes back <laughs> in the ring, hits another muscle buster on his ass, <laughs> walks out, hook gets back up, talks some more shit. Joe looks at him like this little motherfucker right here. Goes back into the ring, commenced to whipping his ass. You well, you was confused at how somebody that little could take a beating that big. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you was confused. <laughs> he got Spike Dudley. That's what he got. Yeah, <laughs> he really did. He got Spike Dudley. Who? What up, champ? Is here. What's going on? What up, champ? Oh, I mean, to to those oh, people man, who Joe. have a problem with. Yeah, Mike, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. No, no, that's good, brother. Uh, but yeah, to those people who who had a problem with that, with Hook kicking out at one, it's obvious that you haven't been paying attention over the past two years. Hook has been built as this juggernaut. He's been built as a juggernaut, as this badass. Of the complete badass. And obviously, this badass is impervious to pain. I just look at it as, I mean, he is Taz's son. Y'all know that's his son. Right. And y'all know right. Taz right. didn't. Like, Taz wasn't no hoe. So why you think his son gonna be one? <laughs> He's a badass. He's been booked as such since he first arrived in the AEW. He is a badass. So that should not be surprising to folks that he was able to kick out of a muscle bus that one. You have uh, to literally Jersey, kill that boy. Jersey George, just to let you know, Batty is our resident um, asshole. She talks shit to everybody, so don't take nothing personal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just to let you know. Batty talks shit about everybody, every time, everywhere. We have all pretty victim to her, to her uh, meanness, so don't take it personal. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, Reggie, I don't think it made Joe's offense look weak because, like Mike was saying, Hook has been Hook's whole persona is speak soft, carry a big stick. That's 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 his persona, you know. I don't say much, but I'm gonna fight you and I'm gonna beat your ass. Mm-hmm. What? Well, I, I was sitting here like, I, I know she ain't ever cussed to me. She like me. I'm cool with her. What? Yeah. What we do? What do we do? What you say fuck me for? What you say? What we do? Oh, yeah. I do it all the time. I always date myself. I don't give a shit. What? Huh? Matt has repeated shit that Mongo what? said the same way I have. He never randomly said no wild shit about you. I've always only repeated shit Mongo said. <laughs> never. Today was the first oh, time I, I ever said something about you. <laughs> Today was the first time I ever said something about you. 
Ain't this about a See, this is why this is why everybody loves Maddie. Trick Maddie. But now it didn't make Small Joe look because like like Mike said, yo, he's been asshole, 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 asshole. <laughs> <laughs> asshole. You are an asshole. It's all right. I'm an asshole too. Embrace it. Asshole. Yeah, right. yeah we're all assholes. Right. They all are. Ain't nothing. I know she secretly loves me. <laughs> It doesn't make him look because, like you said, Hook has always been, you know, portrayed as being a badass. You know what I mean? Just so, even as a badass, and like Matt and Matt said, that's Taz's son. How many times have we seen somebody do a major move to Taz and he no sell it and pop right back up? That was part of his gimmick, right? Uh-huh. Why wouldn't that be part of Hook's gimmick? Right. <laughs> oh my God. Damn. And that's still not the worst comment because the worst, the, the best comment ever was after we, we shut it down and Cookies called himself. He's like, yeah, I'm about to be Chris Benoit. <laughs> I'm making right. this a triple threat <laughs> <laughs> Huh. <coughs> this show is going shit quick. <laughs> and for once, it ain't caused by us. Right. Oh, yeah, we can see those. After the show is over, we can see if y'all still talking shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, was like, it was like, oh. Oh. Wow. Oh, yeah, those, those comments don't go away. They don't go away, cookies. <laughs> the host can see. Yeah, we can see that shit. We literally were sitting in this chat like, oh, 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 oh. We were like, yeah, let's close out. Like, yeah, this is this time to go to bed on now. Like, I'm, I'm done. This man done. Ooh, this man done. Uh oh. I ain't highlighting that one. I ain't highlighting that one. <laughs> oh, 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 God. Oh, oh Lord. Reggie, brother, she gonna come down here and whip your ass. Man, she gonna, chop, she gonna cut you in your left nipple. She gonna look, <laughs> she looking at Reggie <laughs> like, hey, look at Bobby. That's how she looking at Reggie. She just looking at him like, that boy ain't right. Right. See, mm, she gonna cut you in your left nipple, Reggie. That's gonna hurt. <laughs> But at the end of the match, um, like I said, Hook is still asking for more of a beatdown. Joe comes back in for the second time, commits to whipping his ass. Uh, Hangman Page comes out. What? Oh, God. She go, yeah, she gave him that, that solid type of torture. Would you like All right. To yeah. All right. You in this corner, you in that corner. See, <laughs> Time to fuck out. 
Hey. I'm the fuck out. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't never gonna be on the bad side of that. So. Right. Shit. Um, Hangman Page comes out to make the save, and during the Hangman Page save, of course, anytime you see Hangman, you know who you're gonna see. Whose house? Swerve's house. Swerve's house. But I, what the fuck did they have Swerve wearing under his eyes yesterday? Had him looking like a ghoul. What the hell was that about? <laughs> to make him look scary. <laughs> it looked like his ass ain't slept in like 15 days. Like, nigga, take a nap. That's your problem. I, I was like, what is Kenny talking about? And I was like, oh. I was like, why he got that mascara looking bullshit like Damian Priest? It said it even looked that, bad on Kirby Black. Like, like even, <laughs> even Damien know how to put his shit on. Swerve was out here just looking like, you know what, we going this right. is right here. This it. This how you do it. <laughs> That's exactly how it looked. I was like, you just smeared right. it out. You know what he, you know what he looked like? He looked like um you remember half bait when the um Spanish dude Dressed up like dead presidents when they were trying to rob the uh the weed facility, and oh, he shit yeah. smeared like this. That's what he looked like. <laughs> That's what he looked like. I was, I stared at him like, "Oh, bless word, bless your heart, you tried." <laughs> but here's the thing that I want to point out: Swerve is such a big star that they had to replay hooks music because uh-huh. they were going to give hangman and them was going to give hangman was going to give you know hook his due like yo he, he he you know he did his thing or whatever the case may be the right. crowd was so whose house swerve's house whose house that the the production crew had no choice but to hit swerve's music <laughs> They had no choice but to hit Swerve's music. And then Hangman kind of hit him with the, yo, cut the music and play Hook's music. Like, give Hook his, his credit. And right. Hook kind of, like, walked out the ring like, yo, fuck it. The moment's done. <laughs> like, right. Tony Khan, you have to see this, man. Like, this man is taking over shows. What's going on with Swerve now and the Who's House? Is getting to the point of the yes movement. It really is. At some point, I I would hope. I mean, Samoa Joe is a great transitional champion. Don't so forget I about this. Hope. Yo, and they not even that dance helped that shit a lot. Really yes. Like I'm really, really hoping- that's what spear that's what spearheaded this. Not not going out there every week. It just they got me them. ready for the for this next pay per view because they said that triple threat match is going to be Samoa Joe versus Hangman versus Swerve. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So but keep this up, Like I love Joe, but Joe, you definitely can be a transitional champ, my brother. Yeah. Uh-huh. No offense to you. And it's no offense to you. It's just right now there is someone that is. 900% hotter than you out right now. Mm-hmm. And, and plus, like you... go, go ahead, ahead, brother. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I spoke enough. Go ahead, brother. 
Uh, uh, no, no, no. Go ahead, finish. No, you was you was making a great point. Go ahead, I was gonna say. Plus, it's not like you know Samoa Joe. If he loses, it's gonna discredit him in any given way. Samoa right. Joe, you are you're a veteran. You've been world champ at ROH. You've been that man at Impact TNA. Like you've been that guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One of the few people who. One of the few people who have had matches with Brock Lesnar where people have gone, the wrong person won. So you losing and transitioning away won't hurt your career at all. Mm -hmm. It really will not hurt your career. And let's be realistic, Joe. You're also at an age right now where you don't have to wrestle if you don't want to. You've proven to us that you can do what you need to do Behind the camera on that commentary table. I know you don't you don't want to be there, but guess what? You got a great future ahead of you when you decide to do that. Mm-hmm. So the AW, you gotta jump. You like you gotta jump on Swerve being the champ. Like I don't know how much more you need to see. Like that was supposed to be Hook's moment. And the whole crowd out of nowhere, whose house swerves house, whose house swerves house. That's make, that's big. And it makes yeah. perfect sense. The name of the show is Revolution. Like, come on now, let the revolution swerve. Just let it take over. Exactly. And um to Kenny's point about Joe. He just right. came from having a lengthy, a lengthy uh, ROH television title run. Mm-hmm. He already had a lengthy, a lengthy run with another belt, so he doesn't need to have a lengthy run with this belt. Right. Just keep it warm. Keep it warm for Swerve. That's all you're doing. Just keep it warm for Swerve. And then the y'all point. Revolution. Boom. Beginning of the Swerve era. It, Beginning it of needs- the era. Right, it needs to happen. Like it's, it's, it's ridiculous at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, you really have to put the belt on this on this man, AEW. Like, if you don't, you are going to lose such a huge fan base. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really, it really is. Like, I was joking about it, but nah, it really is to the point where it's almost the yes movement. Like. Randomly, like if he's not gonna, if he's not the team, not gonna be the TNT champion, then he needs to be the AEW world champion. Like everything about him screams, he needs a belt around his waist. Mm -hmm. And with all the momentum that he's gained since since the summer, you gotta put the you gotta put the big belt on him. Yeah, have to. You have to capitalize on that. And and, and thankfully, it's like they should be thankful they have someone like that right there for this because mm-hmm. MJF just fell apart on them. Mm-hmm. And Swerve was just right there, just getting more popular because his theme song is the shit. Nana's dance is the shit. And then Swerve just happens to be attached to it. Everybody's like, I love that song. Then, oh, that's the dude that come out to that? Oh, let me see what he like. Oh, that oh, is dude, dude is nice. <laughs> and then, you know what? 
you know, the right. Best thing, you did bring up a point. Small Joe is also getting that Hollywood money now. Mm-hmm. Great point. And you also, you know what? MJF's body breaking down, it helped AEW get out of that corner that they were booking themselves into. Yeah. So now you got a fresh start. It was if you put the belt on Swerve, you can open you can open up the playbook as far as who can feud with him. You can continue with, with Hangman, or you can have a feud with Joe. Only one else, another top contender. And, and on top of that, to go right into your what you were just saying, you can give it to Swerve. That's your fuck. That's your you can give it to Swerve. Let Swerve continue his his this run with the title. However long you want it, let it go all the way up until Adam Cole is healthy. Let Adam uh-huh. Cole be swerved as the devil. And then, oh, uh-huh. look at that. MJF is back. There you go, uh-huh. AEW. Yep. You we, just, we, we just booked your next. <laughs> we just booked your next eight months. <laughs> right. We just booked your whole 2024. Just like that. <laughs> because we just booked your whole 2024 just like that. This time next year, we we should be talking about Adam Cole versus MJF. If not earlier, depending on when um MJF returns. Right. Because right. by the time Adam that Cole because by the time he's healthy, he should it should be time for him to be getting a title. He should be getting mm-hmm. that, that title. And by the time his run starts getting really, really hot, MJF should be on his way back. And then boom, it's gonna be 2025. And we'll be talking about MJF versus Adam Cole for the AEW title. And at that point, Swerve could go down. And he could be taking over the TNT title. He could be going after the international title. He could be doing whatever. But he's already he's super established because he's already had that AEW world title. And you know who will be rising up? Hook. Hook. Mm-hmm. At, at this time next year, Hook will be in line for a title shot. Yep. And it should be and we'll be ready for a title reign. Cause best believe within the next year. Hook within the next twelve to sixteen months, Hook gonna have that belt. Within the next, within the next, within the next five months, Hook should either be the international or the TNT champion. Yeah, Uh he's gonna get rid of that FTW belt eventually. Yep. Within the next five months, Hook should be one of those two things. And he should hold that belt all the way up, all the way up until it's time for him to just gradually. Move up into the AEW world title picture. You know who should be the FTW champion right now? Because it'll go with the little persona and character that he's doing or trying to portray. Give that shit to Wardlow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Give that shit to, give that shit to Wardlow. And then that way you can have a, a reason for Hook to move on from that belt to go towards the international. Or the TNT type. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which I hope by that point, and I've made this comment before, it should just be the Intercontinental Championship. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Tony Khan, please put your ego to the side. It's okay to have an intercontinental title. It's okay, Tony Here's Khan. The thing. Here's the thing. I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking about it. And I'm like, damn. They making they like copying off of New Japan so much with so many belts. Yo, back in the day, like old NWA man, they yeah, had about crazy. they had like 50, 1100 belts, man. That's why we got the North America title. <laughs> like the old NWA, like back in the day with the Road Warriors and, and the Midnight Express and shit was in there, man. Yo. They had a six-man U.S. title. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't even the main six-man title. Wow. They had a six-man title and a six-man U.S. title. That's yeah, how that I always look at AEW because it's like, why do – especially now that they have ROH because it's like, all right, you have the AEW trio title, but you also have the ROH six-man title. So, like and- – and the thing about it is, the funny thing is, the trio champions are the acclaim, and the six man is the Bang Bang Gang. Right. That's why it makes even more sense for them to make that whole fucking little faction Bang Bang Scissor Gang. Everybody got gold. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I think we covered everything. Yeah, yeah I think we covered it great. Yeah. great. Wrestling. We got SmackDown coming up. All that's going to be is a, a contract signing. Roman showing up. Somebody going to get beat up. Somebody probably going to go right. through the table. <laughs> and yeah, I, um, I, I'm um, i happy for TNA. Like I said, like watching I'm Hard to Kill this past weekend. I'm like, I'm so, I'm back to watching it. I'm, watch, I'm back to watching it every week. Right. And like I said in the, uh, the chat, like I said in the comments, this is the perfect time to have rebranded themselves back to TNA. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the perfect time, like but said, also it's the perfect time. But motherfucking TNA, get on a goddamn station that everybody got. I am tired. <laughs> I spent the first thirty minutes. Yes, prediction is next week for the Rumble. I spent the yes. first thirty minutes of TNA searching for a good illegal stream so I can watch y'all because y'all are no longer carried. On Verizon because Verizon doesn't carry access. Get on a channel that everybody has so everybody can enjoy the product that you are putting out, TNA, because you're putting out some shit that people but you need know to what? see, man. But you know what, can it that's always been a TNA trade. They can't get everything right. <laughs> they have to get some something has to be wrong. Something has who's, to wait, be wait, 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 cookies. Cookies, who's your team? Right. Cookies, who's your team? Before we move on in this conversation, who is your team? Right. And it better not be anything with a blue fucking star. <laughs> uh-huh. I bet you. Oh, oh. Eagle. Uh, eh. ah. Yeah, they got bait. Bang yeah, bang 49 smoke. again. You heard all day. Uh, yeah, my man. Listen, yeah. We'll be back bang, next bang, year. 40, 
Bang Bang 49 again. Check me out. Black Santa 49 again. That was the Christmas. You heard? <laughs> the Titans will not be back next year. We will be ass. The Bengals will be back again. full day, all day. But, oh, um, but Jersey, listen, I've been a fan since the 80s. I ain't a new fan. I've been I've been a fan. I was a fan when we were three and thirteen. Okay. <laughs> the Bills. You know what? I'll say one thing. The Bills is the Bills are the only true New York team. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I'm from NYC and I said it. The Bills are the only true New York team. Because you know why? Your stadium is in Jersey. After now, right. now that I said that. Yeah. That is true. Now that I said yeah, they, that. They, they, they they definitely double dipping. They got the New York name right. and damn stadiums in Jersey. Double they want that franchise. <laughs> double dipping ass franchise. Cookies. It's some black. It's some black women. Cookies. My cousin. My aunt was one. I went to cookies. I went to school in Buffalo. I went to school in Buffalo. I don't know if you ever been to Buffalo. Buffalo ghetto in hood, my brother. Buffalo is yeah, the down south scary. up north. Okay, uh-huh. Buffalo literally is the country version of New York City, of New York. Right. And it is full of us niggas there. And they mm-hmm. all Bills fans. <laughs> okay. They just not the ones on the table. Right. They just ain't the ones that got the tickets to the games. All I'm going <laughs> to say is. Unless they dating the white guy. Then they got the tickets. <laughs> Right. All I'm gonna say is I hope both teams I hope they're in the tie so both teams get eliminated. That's all I'm gonna say about that game. See, this is why see this is why <laughs> Batty hates my <laughs> but yeah, um right. Like I was saying, I'm happy for impact, you know. I'm happy for them rebrand themselves back to TNA. Um man. It's gonna be another great year of wrestling for them and AW. Hey man, you're cooking right now. Word. You got something. This yeah, whole swerve, stop. this whole swerve movement, you're cooking right now. And to y'all's point earlier, Dynamite was, at least from what I watched, was very fucking good. That was a good fucking show. So, hey, hey don't fuck it up, AW. Like, if people think, I know we got people in our group. That think that you know we don't like AEW. Listen, we we all like AEW. We do. We have all grown to like AEW. We genuinely but, do. Like we genuinely like AEW. Like I watch. To be honest, I watch more AEW than I do WWE content. Uh, content. To be honest, like I I will. For me, it's like raw. Eh, I can I can turn to raw a little bit. NXT is the least I watch. You should watch because it I feel like I should. Yes, you're right. I should watch it more because I know it's good. I should watch it more. It's just Tuesdays. I'm like, okay, ah, football and raw. Okay, Tuesday. Tuesday is a coin flip. Wednesday, more time for that. I'm tuning in to AEW to at least see what's going on. Be honestly, AEW, you're in a good spot because, like Mike said. Monday and Tuesday, Monday, people are just getting back to work their first day. We're all lucked out because they just have diehard fans that just want to watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. But most people on a Monday after a weekend, they're not really watching nothing. If it's not football, 
they just want to, they're just happy that that Monday is over. They just relax right. and probably go to sleep early. Tuesday, Tuesday is when people are really starting to get into the swing of their work week or whatever. So more than likely, mm-hmm. they're busy when they get home Tuesday. Wednesday, people right. usually don't have shit to do. Right. right. Like, like at that point, folks are starting to wind down, starting to slowly wind down because you get you got over that hump and it's like, okay, I'm chilling. I can watch some wrestling. Like, and then you ain't got to worry about football. You know, you got you got NBA games on, but that's optional. The playoffs nowhere near here, so you ain't got to, oh, I got to watch this NBA game unless you're a diehard basketball right. fan. So <laughs> you had a perfect spot. You had a perfect spot. Right, because usually on Wednesdays you get in either the Knicks, the Nets, or Portland. Yeah, because now they try to put this. They got the NBA game that comes on ABC on Wednesdays, but yeah, halftime I forget it. it even it's <laughs> so. AEW, you're in a good spot, folks. We do actually like AEW. We just always wanted them to be more careful with their wrestlers. And to get mm-hmm. writers, that's exactly that, those. Those were our arguments with AEW. We have no issues with the talent. We have talked on multiple occasions how they have had great matches. We just say that they are reckless because they right. allow, they allow every wrestler to go out there and do dumb shit just about every match, and they they have not had proper storytelling. So, which makes these mm-hmm. great matches. Worth nothing. Who mm-hmm. cares if there's a five star match with no story behind it? Exactly. What's next? Mm-hmm. And to all that we're saying, when you speak to diehard AW fans, obviously not all of them, but a lot of them, they don't like that constructive criticism. Like, 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 we're, like, like, AW isn't allowed to receive constructive criticism. Right now is the time. Now is the time where you should be receiving every piece of criticism because you are still fairly new. Take all this criticism now and fix this shit, so that way you can have a longer run and shit and fix mm-hmm. everything that people are complaining about. Don't wait till twenty years in, like WWE did, to get to start fixing shit. You're still right. new. Fix it now. Mm-hmm. Take this criticism mm-hmm. that people are giving you and fix it now, so that way. Later on, if there's an issue, it's something minor. Because the criticism mm-hmm. that you're getting right now is major criticism because this can affect and will affect your company. Not having good yeah. writers, having letting your wrestlers go out there and do crazy shit where they're injured all the time. This is going to affect and affect your company on yep. every level. And y'all don't have any excuse for the simple for the simple fact is your pockets are unlimited. Your pockets are unlimited. So you have all the money in the world to buy the necessary resources that you need. Come on now. Look at what look at what TNA has been able to do for 20 years. And they don't have near the pocketbook that you guys have. Mm-hmm. And they somehow were able to have this rise, have its downfall, be able to bring that company back up from the dead. And put it back on the rise now. And it's gonna stay that way, especially with people like Scott Demore in charge. Like TNA is in a great spot because they know they'll always have their original talent. 
and they know that even if it's for a short time, maybe for like eight to ten months, even a year, they know that they're gonna they're gonna always have talent from the indies or from whoever funnel into their companies. So the wrestling is always gonna be great. If at that time decide to stay, great. If they decide to stay there and then move, great. Because now they done built up other talent. <clears throat> like I said, impact TNA has the to me. They have the perfect model on how to like run a wrestling show. Just look at an episode of Impact. <clears throat> you have an equal amount of wrestling and storytelling. You don't get piled on with, with oh, here's 20 minutes worth of uh, promo and segments, then a match, then another 10 minutes of promo, then a match. No, it's consistent. You're either going to have two matches here, a segment here, another match or two, promo segment. It's a very even flow. Right. That's why two hours of impact goes by like that. You're like, damn, it's over? It's a perfect flow. <clears throat> That's not now AEW has gotten better with that, obviously. They've gotten better with that. But it's okay for us as diehard wrestling fans to look at this still fairly new company, to Kenny's point, and to still be able to give necessary criticism. Are we wrestlers? No. But we've all been watching wrestling, been diehard fans since we were kids. Right. So we so we have an understanding as fans as to what we like. As far as in the ring and also on the mic and with your promo. We have an understanding of what storytelling should be mm-hmm. within a wrestling show. That's like hell. Like 15 minutes ago, we just booked 2024 AEW. Very simple. Listen, fans, folks, please don't get it confused. I know there might be a few wrestlers that click on to our show and think, oh, you got a bunch of guys who think they're marks and they know everything about. No, we don't. We don't know everything about the wrestling business. We honestly don't want to know everything about the wrestling business for the simple fact of we are fans and we enjoy being fans and we enjoy being entertained by y'all. So we don't want to know everything about the wrestling business. Yes, we may know a couple of terms and stuff. That's because they're commonly used now. That's about it. But like Mike said, we know what we like as fans. And if fans are telling you what they like as a company who's in the business of, you know, providing fans with with entertainment, if the fans are telling you, hey, this is going to entertain us, maybe you should listen to the fans. Right. But, folks, we have been more than electrifying for the night. Don't forget, you can always follow us at facebook.com forward slash under the ring pod and twitch.tv slash forward slash under the ring pod. Don't forget, folks, we 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 try every 845-ish. You know what? <laughs> if you follow the page then you'll know exactly what time we're coming on because you'll get a notification. And don't forget, folks, you can also follow us at Linktree forward slash other the ring pod. There you'll find Greg Bush SK. You'll find me, Rock Ribs 44. You'll find Mike, Mr. Freshbeard. You'll find Matt, the right answer. You'll find Tito, Boreal Mariente, Justin D. Baxley, folks. 
once again, we thank you guys so much for joining us. You know, we'll be here next week. Actually, we'll be here tomorrow for our daily show. Yeah, for SmackDown and Rampage. For our little daily show. All right. We are trying to give you folks as much wrestling news as possible so that way you can see our faces. We know you love seeing us. You know, it's the best part of your day. Y'all have a go.